everyone, it's Miller from Men's Wear by a Woman podcast. Um, hope you're all doing very well. Um, today's podcast is actually, well, this episode today, it's, it's not in, um, my guest isn't based in London, he's based in South Africa. He's, um, we kind of known him quite well through Instagram. Um, he's, he's so well-dressed, amazingly well-dressed. And actually today, as we're doing this interview, I think he is the most well-dressed guy I have come across while I'm doing an episode. His name is Chad Hubt, and as you all must have seen him, he is, well, he's like a style guru for men, actually, I would say. Um, I'm going to get him on board and have a chat with him. Chad, welcome to Men's Wear by a Woman podcast. Hi, Samila. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for having me. And, wow, what an intro. Um <laughs> The most well-dressed man on your podcast. I find that hard to believe since you've been doing podcasts, like, as you mentioned, all over the world. But thank you so much. I appreciate that. Well, you're um, wearing, well, Chad, yeah, you're wearing, like Chad, you're wearing a double-breasted pinstripe suit. <laughs> and I just, and when we, when I start, first saw you on the Zoom, um, as we were talking, I, the first thing I said to you, I love the suit. And it's a navy pinstripe double-breasted my favorite so you hit all the ticks of um what i like in menswear <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much Amala. so um if i may um this suit i'm wearing today um it's literally my first time wearing this suit i just received it last week from my tailor um he's based here in cape uh, not in cape town in pretoria south africa and it was really my first time having a bespoke suit. I always wanted to keep it like for a special occasion. And I thought, since I had the opportunity, why not go for it? And because again, first time having one made, I went with a classic navy double-breasted suit, six on three and wide peak lapels. Definitely had to go all out since I really, I'm a fan of the English, like the British style. So it looks good. I went with that. He's made it very, very well. He's made it so well. I wanted to know how it all began with you, with all, um, you know, becoming a style guide for men's grooming, lifestyle, clothing. It's it's quite a lot of, I mean, you're like a style guru for men, telling them how to dress and how not to dress. Thank you so much. Um, so, Samula, it goes back like quite a few years. Um during high school, yeah. as you know, we get invited to like birthday parties, um, confirmation parties, just like gatherings. And I was one of the guys that would always have my outfit ready, like ready to go. I would have it um, all planned out before the event, like a week before the event. Wow. And my, <laughs> my oh, friends yeah. would always ask me, what are you wearing to the event, Chad? And I'm like, <laughs> And I have to lay it out and I'll send them photos or I'll tell them what I'm wearing. And they would always ask my, my help. But back then, um, yeah. I couldn't afford suits. I come from a very uh, middle-class um, household. Right. So I would wear like jeans, a shirt. I always loved wearing a shirt. Never, I never really wore a tie because at the, at the time, yeah. like you, you and I, you're at high school and like ties are seen to be like, for the older gentleman. 
but oh, I like okay. to change that. But anyway, I would always like assist friends, family with outfits. And then fast forward to varsity, university. Um, somehow a change. Because of the friends I had, I went to varsity looking, I wouldn't say homeless, but very relaxed. <laughs> I would wear um, sweatpants to class, hoodies, and maybe a denim jacket with Converse. Right. And that's my outfit going to class. And then after that, um, I graduated around 2016. Right. Um, I started my new Instagram account in 2018 with a friend of mine. And we just decided we're going to give this a try and post our outfits like daily on Instagram. We would get every opportunity we had and we would go out and shoot content. At the time, there was no reel, as you may know. Yeah, It was course. purely photos. Yeah. And we literally used the clothes we had. Um, like I said, it was very casual at the time. I was still like in between finding my style and just trying different things. But the moment I could afford a suit, that's when I first bought my first suit. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, I that's how my journey started back in 2018 with Instagram. And fast forward to today, I'm here with you. Wow. That is a, it's a quite a big achievement because... You've got a lot of followers on Instagram. Um, you've got loads of people subscribing as well through your blog, through your website. It's it's a it's a it's a huge achievement, and you've worked with a lot of brands because I'm just saying yeah. brands who trust me. You've worked with a lot of brands. So, how do you get to that point where you get these brands on board to say, "Hey, come on, let's work together." Okay. Um, so again, whilst I was at um, my full-time job, yeah, I was an IT risk analyst. Oh, right, I don't know okay. if you may know that. So I was in corporate before, and back in 2018, sorry, that's that's one year before I started corporate. I will take you back to 2019. Right. So I was in corporate working as an IT risk analyst. Um, nine to five, that was my full-time job. And at the time I had about 2,500 followers and this was just before COVID-19 hit. Sorry, I'm not, I'm not sure if you want me to mention that on the podcast. No, no, please do. Don't <laughs> worry. Um, COVID kind of, um, okay. COVID done a lot of things to all of us actually. So, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So this is 2019, um, working full-time, corporate job. Um, I lasted about 11 months, and this is when I decided I'm going to quit my job. I mm -hmm. had about 2,500 followers and one paying client, Samila. Can you believe it? Um, <laughs> this was a, a watch brand. Right, okay. They reached, uh, yeah, this was um, Vincero Collective. So they reached out to me. With a very small following, they were one of the first brands to believe in me. And they reached out via Instagram and then via email, asked if I would like to create some content. They really liked my work. And we did some photos for them at the time. Like I said, that was when photos were booming. Um, I had no idea how to charge for this. And I just, like, I scoured the internet. I tried everything. I asked those that I could. And everyone gave different, like, 
ideas and advice. And I just decided I'm going to go with the least amount possible because it's my first client. I have no idea what I'm doing yet. And I, <laughs> I gave the amount. <laughs> I gave the amount and they immediately said yes for a couple of photos. And I was like, oh, wow, maybe I should have charged slightly more. But that's not the point here. <laughs> I was excited to get this first brand deal. And fast forward a few months later, the next brand came along. So similar, the, f- the fortunate thing with how my Instagram has worked thus far, most of the, the brands that I've worked with have reached out to me, unless it's like a, a brand that I really, really have on my radar mm-hmm. and I would love to work with them. Right. I would DM and try and find their email addresses. Okay. And... Um, yeah, I think I answered your question, like yeah. how I got to have yeah. brands work with me. So uh, who, which brand would you like to work with? So the one thing I try to do with my social media, I don't um, push brands that I cannot personally afford, if that makes sense. Okay, right. So I obviously started with the lowest um I don't want to say the lowest hanging fruit, but the brands that I could afford at the time. Yeah. And I worked my way up there. But as I am, where I am right now in my career, I would say, I would like to work with brands such as like Hugo Boss, for example. Yeah. I've never worked with them. I've done like work with Lacoste, um, yeah, H&M, yeah. some other cool brands, but I would like to take the next step, like Hugo Boss, Maybe, um, no, I can't say Laura Piana. That would be <laughs> way not? up there. Why not? Why <laughs> but not? that is definitely on my list. <laughs> Why not? Um, what about Ralph Lauren? I've never worked with them. They don't actually have a base in South Africa, but right. that would be amazing. Yeah, that's what I'm I saying. I think that would, be def- that would definitely be up my alley. <laughs> um, <laughs> what, what made you... With the Satori, I can't even say it properly. With the Satorial, <laughs> yeah, with the Satorial menswear, what made you want to go into that more? That's a very good good question. Um, I could probably blame uh, James Bond for this. <laughs> <laughs> so growing up, I was a big. I still am today. I watch James Bond movies like probably every week, every second week. Okay. So James Bond, definitely the movies. Um, Harvey Specter is another big influence. Right. Okay. <laughs> from Suits. Okay. I don't know if you know Suits. Yep. Yeah. So Harvey Specter, um, James Bond, um, just brands like Ralph Lauren. Like it's just I love the the idea of being well dressed all the time. You never know where you are going. So that's something I always say to like. My community, my fan base, my followers, I don't know, whatever you wish to call it. Um, you never know what the occasion is. You never know who's going to be there. Like, always prepare yourself and just do the best you can. Whatever you have in your wardrobe, try and elevate it with simple pieces and you can get something very, very well out of it. Chad, do you get to a point where some days you're just like, oh, I can't be bothered to dress like this today? The way you dress. <laughs> to be honest, no. Okay. I really enjoy it. Um, <laughs> there's never really a time where I'm like, 
I'm just going to the mall, for example. Yeah. Yeah. And I would always wear a shirt and always a sport coat. That's like the least thing I could do. So you wouldn't I wouldn't wear a t-shirt tie every single day. So Chad, you wouldn't wear a t-shirt. You wouldn't wear a t-shirt. To be honest, yeah. that's for a quick errand to the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't do t-shirts often. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what about sweatshirts? No. Um, that's literally to gym, to be honest. And a hooded top. Same. Same to the gym. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, with um, with the tailoring side of it, right? Um, you know when the the videos that you do, how do you plan yeah. them? Because every single video that you plan that you do, they're very good, very good. So how do you get go about saying you know this goes with that, that goes with that, you know the way you do it? How do you how do you put them together kind of thing? That's a very good question. Thank you so much. Um, so I always start with looking at my audience. I would always go back and try and have my mission statement above creating everything. Right. So my mission statement is forging gentlemen. So right. the way I look at it is similar. I would, I would try and think of what is it that someone that's watching my content need? Where is this person going? What, what is their like budget? And I always try and mix it up. So yeah. for example, there's one video that I did last year and went extremely viral and I tried it like multiple times and all of them seem to have worked. I compared a more affordable outfit on the left hand side versus a more expensive outfit on the right-hand side. I had it quite similar. I tried to get it as similar as possible. And people really, really resonated with it and just did extremely well. But I think it's important to research and know your audience. Yeah. And that's how I try and create my content. So what part of Satorial do you not like? To be honest, there would definitely be the price tag at the top of it. I wish there was just, <laughs> I wish there was a way to get it into more people's hands. And that's something that, that's so many comments that I get. It's expensive. Um, yeah. Is there any other brand that you can recommend? Yeah. And where I am in my life right now, like I said, I can't afford like the, the most expensive clothing item. I can't just walk into any store and just buy whatever I need. Yeah. So I try and make it work, and that's how I probably resonate with more people than someone else would. But it's definitely the price tag. Mm -hmm. Other than that, I've I've never been bad mouthed or looked at in a different way. Maybe maybe by someone my age, but you can't let everything bother you. But so, to answer your question, the price tag. So. Have you been to Pitti yet in Florence? <laughs> I was actually, I was hoping to go this year. Yeah, same here. But things just didn't work out. So I've never been. You've never it's been. It's definitely on my bucket list. Yeah. So when when do you think you're off going there? Are you going there next year or? 
That's definitely on the cards, yes. I hope to see you there. Well, I think I think um, you need to go to Pity. I think because you'll you'll see a total different, not different. It's like more of a lifestyle. I think some of the some of the brands out there, um, and also the uh, menswear out there is huge. You know, it's one of the biggest shows ever going. Um, I'm not. I haven't got sponsored from Pity to say all this, by the way. <laughs> no, I know it's just something that we all wish we could do. You know, uh, so it's not a sponsor. I've just got to tell everyone. I definitely want to do it. uh, I've just got to tell everyone. Pity is not uh, not even sponsoring me about this. So don't worry if anybody thinks, why is she talking about Pity? One thing I wanted to ask you was, you said about James Bond, right? Who's your favourite James Bond? Because I know everyone's going to say, oh, ask him the question, who's who's his favourite James Bond? (laughs) It has to be Daniel Craig. Oh, yeah, I like Daniel Craig, but it has to be Sean Connery, right? No? You don't You don't think so? Um, I think it's. I think Daniel Craig is the one because it's more more my time. Okay. So since, since Casino Royale, yeah, those are the ones I watch on repeat. Every, so I Daniel mean, Craig definitely... <laughs> Daniel Craig... He's really well... Well, well, my first choice would be Sean Connery, and second would be Daniel Craig. I think Daniel Craig has it very, very well as a James Bond. I, I think he's he's fantastic in James Bond. And my friends don't like my was, friends don't understand that. They just think no way. <laughs> we have arguments. We have arguments with I have arguments with my friends about Daniel Craig being the best James Bond for this this time. You know, the modern time. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I was quite sad to see him leave. I, yeah. To be honest, I cried in the last movie. <laughs> oh no, I, I haven't seen the last movie yet, so don't tell me. Oh wow! I haven't seen the last movie. I haven't had the chance to <laughs> see the last movie, so so I, I need to see it, and then I'll think, oh no. But then again, I think it's because it's his last. I don't want to see it. Yeah, I'm not going to spoil the beans. No, so don't don't. You should go watch it. So Chad, um. Who were you influenced by from the very beginning? Because, you know, with all the sartorial suits and shirts and all that, um, someone must have influenced you, in a sense, dressed like this or looked like... Did anyone, apart from James Bond? It would definitely be my grandfather. Right, okay. Um, yeah, he passed away when I was a little boy, about oh. 11 years old. Right. But I remember he was always very well dressed. Yeah. And I actually have some of his pieces in my wow. um, closet at the moment, but I still have to tailor them. Wow. I've used these ties. I've used these ties back in the early days when I started my Instagram journey. Wow. And you still have his um, clothing as well, his suits. Yes, I do. But I still. He was quite. Um, we were the same height, I would say. Right. If I look at photos of him. <laughs> and he was a bit more skinnier than me. But as you know, the suits back then wasn't as fitted. Yeah. So I still have to get them tailored. Wow. I would love to start wearing them. Wow. Because everyone's influenced by either their father or their grandfather. And whoever I speak, they always say they're influenced by their dad or their grandfather or their brother. And it's amazing how we're all kind of linked with someone in our family. 
that we get influenced by. Yeah, I agree. And my father's actually quite very casually dressed. <laughs> he would wear jeans and t-shirts <laughs> all day. My dad never obviously used... to work. <laughs> yeah, my my father. I've never seen my father wear jeans, trainers, or t-shirt. He never, oh, ever, wow. ever, ever, ever wore those kind of. Those are the three things: sweatshirts, hooded tops. You know, never would he would he touch them. He only used to wear ties when he used to go to work. He used to wear ties or special occasions. But otherwise, even at home, it always be a shirt and trousers, and it'd be too pleated. <laughs> you know, and, you know, like proper, proper tailored trousers. So no trainers. Oh my god. You could never see my... I've never, ever seen my father wear trainers, ever. So so what would you wear if we would do some errands with you guys or, like, run to the grocery store, for example? Oh, he would wear his um, tailored trousers, shirt, and a blazer. Yeah. And that's it. And oh, his, yeah. And his watch would be... It's always black leather watch with the gold rim and white inside. Yeah. And that's the classic watch you could ever... My father has never, ever had any other different types of um, watch straps. It's always black, you know? And his <laughs> shoes will lean. always be shiny. His shoes will be always shiny. Whenever he used to see me wearing jeans, my trainer's dirty, it would be like, it would cringe. He would say, why do you want to wear trainers <laughs> like this? Why? And he would be giving me money to go and buy new trainers. It's like, no, Dad, you don't understand. It's supposed to be like this, you know? So, yeah, he would always do that. He never understood why I would wear shoes dirty. Now I understand why yeah. he, why his shoes were always clean, you know. But, yeah, um, it's, a, it's a fascinating story how we all linked with our dads or grandfather with menswear. No, I agree. Um, I was going to say, I always lean towards a brown leather strap. Because okay. our shoes are always brown. Oh. Or I tend to lean more towards brown shoes. Right. Tassel loafers or, yeah. Always black. My dad's shoes were always black. He never went for browns. Always black. And I I don't know. I mean, I mean I, you know, I never knew why. I never asked him why. I wish I did. <laughs> but I never have. Because I my, father, definitely... my father passed away a few years back. And I just wish... And now I just wish I asked him a bit more about why he would wear. What? Why is it that he always wears black shoes? And you know, when you sometimes you just feel like, oh, you know, I wish I could ask him these questions. But my father was the first person when I was about seven years old. I I used to watch how my father used to do his tie, right? And um, so my father taught me how to do a man's tie. At the age of seven. Yes. So so I've always treasured that memory, always. Um, and I think during those times, I didn't know I was becoming a menswear designer because I was very into, I used to love looking at my dad's, how his jacket was made, how his blazer was made, you know, how his shirt was made. But God, I never knew I was going to go into menswear then. Never. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody told me that's what you're going to do. I'd be like, no, I didn't even know something like that existed. Um, how yeah. How is, um, in, you're in South Africa, right? So how is sartorial clothing in South Africa, how, like tailoring? 
what's it like in South Africa? Is it is there a lot of demand for it, or is there hardly any demand for it? This is something I would like to say. Um, I'm sorry for the loss of your father. Thank you. And I think you would be you would be proud of where you are right now, doing something that he, I assume, was passionate about as well. Yes, Just listening to what so you much. said about the way he dresses. Thank you so much, Chad. That <laughs> means a lot because, um, I, as my dad always said, do whatever you love. Always do it with a passion. So. I'm hoping he's up there, he's laughing and he's smiling away. I miss him a lot, but, you know, there you <laughs> I'm go. I'm sure he will be. You know. So in South Africa, how is it in tailoring in South Africa? Is, it, is there quite a lot yeah, of demand? To answer that question, um, it's something that we actually struggle with over here. Okay. So I'm based in Cape Town. Right. I don't know if you've ever been or, like, seen some photos on the internet. Yeah, I've seen But photos. Cape Town is... Is very very relaxed. We have the beach, we have the mountains, yeah. Um, all the restaurants. It's a more touristy touristy attraction, so things are really relaxed in terms of dress code. But if you move further up towards like Johannesburg, yeah. things are a bit more dressy. The guys tend to, to put in a bit more effort over there. Right. Okay. But over here, I would be one of wow. Oh really? <laughs> if I walk outside, oh. yes, yeah, I could. You could see me from a mile away. Oh wow! Yeah, especially if I'm wearing a tie. If I'm wearing a sport coat, it could still be seen as okay. He's just a normal guy, casual. But the moment I'm fully suited, yeah, and wearing a tie, like going for dinner or like events, that's when people start to look and not judge, but. They start to look at you and be like, who is this guy? Or who does he think he is? Oh, my God. But like I said earlier, yeah, like I said earlier, you can't really get you. This is something I'm passionate about. And I really believe no matter where you're going, um, always look your best. Well, that, that's a great attitude to have, Chad. I think it's an amazing attitude to have because you can't let people pull you down. Seriously, can't let people pull you down. If you're passionate about something, you should go ahead and do it even more so they can get more jealous. <laughs> I've heard that quote before. Yeah. <laughs> Give them something to be jealous about. Exactly. But that's, right? that's not why I do it. <laughs> um, with your, what's, what's the next thing that you're actually looking into doing? Can I ask you that? Yeah, that's okay. Um, it's a clothing brand that I'm really working on. Oh, wow. But it won't be it won't be anything formal, if I can put it that way. But it'll okay. be elevated casual pieces. That's something I would really like to put out. I struggle to find that over here and I'm sure if someone sees that I I can do it better than the average store I would say. Right. And the way things fit. The fit is very important. And at the moment, I really have to tailor everything I buy in store off the rack. Is that is so? That if in, I can nail that, yeah. Is that in South Africa that everything you buy, it's like has to be like altered because the fit is so bad? Yes. Wow. Yes, that's right. And there's literally only four stores that I can choose from in in the area that I live, like in Cape Town, South Africa. I would say. And what's the manufacturing like in South Africa? Um, 
It's not that big of an industry, or at least I haven't found that it's quite big. I started a clothing brand like around 2017, but that yeah. unfortunately failed, or fortunately, depending yeah. how you look at life. Yeah. Um, but I'm definitely going to give it another try. So when's this starting? So you're starting it right now? or It's still um, in the early stages, right? but I can't. I can't say too much about it. Of course. At this stage. Okay. But it's coming. It's coming. Okay, so everyone wait <laughs> yeah. and just see. It, that's quite exciting, right? Are you excited about it? Really, I am, yeah. So it's you, something I really wanted to do. All, sorry about that. No, no, no. Did so, you want to say something? Well, you know, from coming from an IT risk analyst, right, um, and going into menswear clothing, and sartorial clothing and we're talking about tailoring it's yeah so you've learned a lot from your experience as well i presume yes in in terms of what i'm doing now um in the beginning um i really didn't know anything about lapel widths about different pocket squares or like the shape of your tie i (laughs) i was like completely in the dark when i started this journey so I've just like YouTubed and read different blogs. One of my favorite blogs, um, he spoke, he spoke style okay. and gentleman, gentleman's gazette. Those are the two biggest influences I would say in terms of knowledge base. And then there's also another one for someone that's listening and interested. Um, the Parisian gentleman. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good yeah. blog. Yeah. That's a very good, um, blog actually. What's your, what would you say to someone who wants to do what you're doing, who wants to do exactly like follow your step? What would you say to them? If you're really interested in something similar, um, you would really, you would find the time to do and just put out the content or put out whatever it is you're passionate about, whether it's drawing or whether, well, in this case, we're speaking about menswear. Yeah. I literally started with the clothing I had in my cupboard. And at the time, it was never, I wouldn't wear those things now, right, if I can okay. say that to you. Okay. So start with, start with what you have and just find a way to put your twist on it. Um, show your personality, especially in the climate that we are right now. Um, social media has become more about the person itself instead of yeah. um, the information. Yeah. Yes, the information that you put out is important because that's how you're going to grow your audience if you provide value. But it's more about you. And that's something I not struggle with, but I never wanted the page to be about me. I always wanted it to be about the knowledge I can share with someone. But start with what you have, um, show your personality, and just don't be afraid of anything that anyone's going to tell you. Um, in the beginning, I had my friends because I was Chad, the rugby guy. I was Chad, the rugby business business guy, I would say. Yeah. And when I started this journey, um, friends of mine would always like, poke fun. They would like ask me, am I a model now? Like, what is the, <laughs> what's the idea behind all of this? Like, yeah. It was still early days and I just had to know where I'm going. So always have a plan for yourself and you, you can do whatever you set your mind to. So 
just go for it. Post, post your first photo. In this case, post your first reel and don't be discouraged if the views are down. You have to keep going. Like this is my third year on this journey, right, doing right. this full time. I quit my IT job and I haven't looked back since. And no regrets from quitting the job? No regrets. No regrets. Good, <laughs> no. good, good. Last question. What is it about menswear that makes you keep coming back to it? Apart from being a man wearing the clothing, <laughs> you know, what makes you want to come back to it all the time? I just love how it makes you look sharp. Similar, like I said today, yeah. um, things about things are all about fast fashion and yeah. who can have the biggest logo on their chest. Yeah. And when you're wearing something in the sartorial world, yeah. for example, a suit, it's structured, um, it makes you look important, for example. It sets you apart, especially today, from the rest. Um, if you're working in a, in a casual environment, yeah. I wouldn't suggest you wear a suit, but try a sport coat, try wearing a shirt with jeans and a pair of loafers. And you will see things will start to shift, like your mindset. People will look at you differently. It's just, I really appreciate the the time someone puts into the comments. So that's really something I, I, I love about it. The way we can express ourselves, but subtly. We don't have to wear the loudest colors, or we mm -hmm. don't have to wear any logos at all. When someone looks at you, your clothes fit, the colors are right, everything is just, it's just in harmony. And on that note, Chad, I'd just like to thank you for coming on to Menswear by Woman podcast. It has been an absolute amazing and honor to have you on board. I think what you're doing for menswear is absolutely amazing. It's great what you're doing. And I love the suit that you're wearing, by the way. Thank you very much, Samuel, for sharing this with me. I appreciated um, every moment of this podcast. Um, like I said, it was my first one, yeah. and I'm hoping to improve. No. So thank you for everyone listening. <laughs> you don't need to improve. You've, you've answered all the questions very well. And it's um, I just love the suit a lot it's navy pinstripe so everyone i'm sure chad is going to post an image of this and i think once this um, episode comes live i'll be posting that as well of you wearing the suit <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much i appreciate your time thank you chad